Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, coming to you once again from the Comedy Room Room inside El Torito, located in the lovely ballpark neighborhood of Denver, Colorado. I, of course, am one of your fantastics to the fore, Nate Balding. Jeff the Thing Albright. Mitch, the Invisible Woman. Jones. You should have been the thing. I uh, yeah, you said it. That's right. I'm still mad, Oren. I was going to be uh, uh, Johnny Storm. Yeah, but I, that means you're Chris Evans. I'll have it. Well, I am pretty hot. So how about Matt uh, Human Torch, Oren? You are wearing a Captain America shirt as well. I, oh yeah, same works out. All right. Thanks, Chris. And I'm very stretchy. You are very fantastic. <laughs> Nate, you look like you could be a Reed Richards type. Just I feel like a Reed Richards type. Tortured by your <laughs> own intellect. <laughs> that describes Nate Balding. I like it. I got some gray going right directly in the sides. <laughs> I have a quick pressing question that's on my mind. Yes. So if Disney is acquiring those Fox properties, which includes the Fantastic Four... Does that also include the scrolls? The it super sure does. scrolls? What does Should. that include? Yeah. Okay. It sure does. Okay. Um, that means that they are they own all of those properties again. Technically they can't do hulks. But they can't do hulks, but they I don't think they want Submariner. Well we don't know about Submariner. Who owns that? Universal? Universal. Yeah. All right, and Spider-Man still. And they say Universal is will not budge and they're, they're like they're not even open to discussion. Alright, part two of the question. Reason. Does Sony own all Spider-Man based properties or just Peter Parker's Spider-Man? I think it's... Could Marvel make a Miles Morales Spider-Man? Good question. I, don't think, I so. think they can, but I don't uh, but I don't know because of the end of the Spider-Verse animated movie that's coming out. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know who... Well, they can make animated. They just can't make live yeah, action. Can't make live action. Oh. No, because it sounds like, um, from what I read, Sony's going to roll out whatever next big con thing is. The Spider, a Spider like verse. That's going to be their big platform is the Spider Verse. So they're going to be talking about Sony is. Yeah. Okay. And they're going to be rolling out. I mean, Venom being the big platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the sequel to Spider Man, Morbius, starring Jared Leto. Right. You got the Morbius movie, and then there's talk of maybe a. Uh, who is the Korean Spider Woman? Silk. Oh, Silk. Silk. Silk may be getting her own movie as well. So, sounds Silk like Sony. Cool. Yeah, it seems like Sony. I was just curious because it, it was on my mind right. last night if Marvel could just start making Miles Morales Spider Man movies. Pretty cool. And making new villains. Well, I mean, they've already it, kind of introduced Miles Morales as far as his uncle is in the yeah, homecoming, and he says, My nephew lives in this neighborhood. So. He doesn't want any of those laser weapons in his neighborhood because this is America. What a waste of Donald Glover in the fucking universe, too. Like, uh, he'll know. be back. You think he'll be back? Is the yeah. Prowler? Is that who he's supposed to be? The yeah, Prowler? I, I, right. I assume Prowler will start showing up and 
He'll probably be funny in whatever okay. scene he's supposed to be in. Okay. We can hope. <laughs> that scene with the voice distortion, just like, just tell me where they are. It's like, what happened to your voice? I know what a girl sounds like. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. I mean, I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry. I needed to. I needed to. That's all right. Um, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, Real quick, kind of tangential to that topic. There was that article you shared, Jeff, in the chat that said X Men: Dark Phoenix removed from the release schedule? Question mark. What's that all about? I don't know. Because this transfer? I don't know. I I only read because there's just so many reshoots that still need done, and then the transfer. They're like, it feels Uh, like they've shot most of the movie, and that's a lot just to throw away, I guess. Right. Well, and I, I suppose maybe they just don't know when it's going to be released. I uh, I only read headlines in this reactionary day and age of news, so I didn't read the article. You're a good American. Uh, well, no, they said in the article basically says there's no explanation as to why it could even be a glitch. That it was just they forgot to add it or something like that. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone flips out over glitch. Oh, and by the way, since we did talk about Spider-Man, rest in peace, Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko. Steve yeah. Ditko. Damn. I didn't know. 94. He had a good run. 95. Yeah. I didn't know he uh, co-created Doctor Strange. I knew about Spider-Man, but I guess I, but I guess that makes sense because of all He's that. He's been there from the beginning. Weird, fantastical... Uh, quantum realm, I guess, maybe yeah. stuff. But yeah, but yeah, that sucked, man. Yeah, I, uh, I was riding the bus today and listening to the BBC, and they started doing an obituary for Steve Ditko. And right as it started, a child wearing a Spider-Man shirt walked on the bus. Holy shit! And nice. it was all I could do to not just burst into tears and like. Try and hold him and take him from his father and mother. <laughs> or you should have just killed his uncle, and then that way he would have become Spider-Man. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm overlooking so many things. <laughs> Nate, you could be a good uh, Mysterio. Oh, uh, I could, yeah. I, I I have a bubble helmet. <laughs> Wow. Hey, you have a good range. You can be Mr. Fantastic. Oh, I mean, I can you can be cape. You can make a cape. You need Mr. a cape. Yeah. No capes. More of it. Has anyone seen Incredibles 2? No. No, not yet. My daughters have. Yeah. They what's their review on it? Well, they're five and six, so they love it. <laughs> you should get a, their official broadcast geeks junior rangers review. <laughs> Two very small Bring them on and interview them and see how they do. That's actually not a bad idea. Fair enough. (laughs) Listenership just skyrockets. (laughs) I've heard heard good things. The most explicit child superhero podcast I've ever heard. No, I've I've heard really good things about it, though. Has anyone here seen it? Have you seen it? No. Uh... I like the first no, one. No, I think we're going to go this weekend and take Danny because he just watched the first one. Oh, okay. But, Did he like the first yeah, one? Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, who doesn't? That's a great... It's a great yeah. yeah. It's 14 years later, so it's got to be good, right? They've had plenty of time to yeah. work it out. We should, for real, actually do a, uh, a young broadcast geeks where it's like your daughter's Danny <laughs> fucking Jake's nephew. You're an illegitimate kid. Well, I don't have any that I know of. They're dead. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> 
just took a swerve into the darkness. Well, we all saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, but we're not going to talk about it quite yet. Talk about it at the end of the episode. So this is your official spoiler warning. Right. We'll, we'll let you know when we're going to spoil it. What, what are we going to talk about here? You got Batman 50? Batman, Batman 50. 50. The yes. wedding. The so wedding? to speak, yeah. of the Batman and Catwoman. Nate Balling, take us away. This is one of the best comics. I would say easily the best comic of the year, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of the best Batman comics, one of the best DC comics that I've ever read. And I mean, it's. Wow. The whole thing is uh, you have what, maybe 10 pages that are actually dedicated to the story of the wedding as it occurs, but it's all intercut with it. It's a note that... 50 years worth of different artists. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah drawing uh, panels that are evocative of classic Batman and, Cat- and Catwoman history. And they're both, yeah, following a, uh, the notes they left for each other, uh, which leads up, of course, to the wedding not happening. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's it's, oh. it's showing them getting ready, uh, interspersed between this like a note that they're writing to each other, uh, and it's very loving, very. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing writing. Yeah, uh, just about how. The, the relationship between Batman and Catwoman has kind of like evolved over since their first meeting. Absolutely, um, he's kind of turned her into a good guy, right? Well, and good character. And a lot of it is uh, she recognizes that if he's happy uh, and if he's satisfied, then he's not, he can't be Batman. He's not Batman, and so she can't marry him. That's fair. And because he, she'll kill Batman. Right. And he's like, I'm ready to not be Batman. <laughs> well, he's got enough. I mean, I'm assuming all the Damien's in this storyline. No. He doesn't uh, exist? Just is it different? Fully, well, no, uh, Damien is. Everyone's technically right. involved, but also no one's involved. The whole, the very first page is they're kicking the shit out of somebody. Uh, out of Kite Man, actually. And uh, they're like, hey, do you just want to do this tonight? On a rooftop? On a rooftop, yeah. I Finger can get, tower. I can get a judge. And she's like, well, I can get someone to be a witness. Yeah. And he's like, I'll get a witness. And then there's an amazing page where Bruce Wayne and Alfred just... Alfred assumes that he's going to have... Dick? Dick Grayson. Or Clark Kent. Or, yeah, or somebody... Shall I fetch man. Master Dick or Master Clark and for then, the witness? In the most vulnerable moment of Bruce Wayne's life, he tells Alfred... Other than like, watching his parents die. Well... Doggy doggy what? more vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tells Alfred that he couldn't do anything without him, and that Alfred's been there his whole life. Alfred's the man. Well, and then Alfred sits down, and there's like a couple just silent panels, and then they hug. Aww. And it's... Oh, I want to cry right now. I know. <laughs> Me too. It's just, it's like a four panel of like Alfred standing across the room, and then in the next panel he's closer, and then in the next panel he's sitting down on the couch with Bruce, and then the fourth panel is them hugging each other. It's great. Oh, man. It, all, like, I had to stop reading for a minute and like composure. That was one of my favorite aspects of the Gotham TV show. 
was that they really did a good job of establishing Alfred's relationship with Bruce as, as a father figure. He's basically his dad. Yeah. 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 His dad that he's just like, whatever, Alfred, clean that shit up. <laughs> be a, be a hey, butler. I'm butler. I just got stabbed. You just sew me up, bitch. <laughs> I work no, for no. the SAS. <laughs> I do. Uh, the only thing I would have changed about that panel is that yeah. when, when Bruce was like, I can't do anything without you, Alfred, he's looking at his phone. I was like, just look at him. Tell him that. Don't Because he doesn't look up from his phone once. But he can't. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking bad man, man. He, if he, this is as close as he can get. To human emotion. Actual, yeah. He's like Zach Reiner. Well, maybe Zach uh, Reiner is Batman. That's the only thing I would have changed about that panel, but it doesn't take away from the emotional weight of it. Right. Um, quick side note when you read Alfred, what voice do you hear in your head? Do you hear Ephraim Zemblis Jr. from the animated series, I or do. Do, you, do you hear Michael Caine? Do you hear Michael Goff? I go back and forth. Do you, oh, so what's your main Alfred? Uh, it's usually animated series. Ephraim Zemblis Jr. That's always mine. Yep. So it, it also depends on how they draw him, because occasionally I, he's drawn a little more, like kind of. He looks like Winston Churchill, not quite rugged, but like Gotham. Yeah, I prefer. I, I like the animated series one because of the the snark that he brings to yeah. it. Um, yeah, I assume he's always going to have like a witty retort. But I, but I do like uh, the Gotham one. I like that guy. I think he does a good job. As Sean Pertwee, yeah, son of a doctor. Yes. Son of a doctor, man. I mean, so basically, toward the end of the uh, issue, they basically both come to the realization that she can't marry him because she'll ruin Batman for the city. And so there's two separate panels of Selina sitting on one tower in her wedding dress and Bruce at the place where they agreed to meet being like, well, we should wait another hour. With Alfred and a drunk judge. Yeah, they find a drunk judge. The whole thing, he also, uh, yeah, there's a great moment where he's like... Yeah, he'll he'll be too drunk to remember what he did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> be great if he's like marriage. It just comes out all. So they don't even get married. No, no. It, and the the the, show, the issue ends with Selena jumping off one roof, and then after being like. Well, if we wait another hour or so, Bruce is like, no. And then he jumps off the roof in his tuxedo. And I think that's how it ends, does it not? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I, uh, When you said that it didn't end the way you thought it would in the chat, I thought you were going to say, like, Joker killed Catwoman oh, or whatever. Well, it ended the way that I thought it would. It's, right. It just didn't end. Like, I really wanted them to get married. Right. I was really hopeful for it. But it makes sense. I mean, I knew that they weren't going to. Because that would be the end of you know, that entire series. Did you ever read the Kevin Smith comic Batman uh, Cacophony? The, the Winding. The Winding Gyre? Gyre Gear, whatever it's pronounced. No. I read it, and uh, it was dark. Is that the one where he pees his pants with the flashbang? I don't recall. I think that's. But he has like a love interest and someone who he's going to spend the rest of his life with, and then that gets. Uh, abruptly terminated, and uh, 
it reminds me of that only because that, that you can't have what Batman represents if he's someone who's like happy with life. Right. And actually, uh, we're slightly wrong because it, it ends, this issue ends with Holly Robinson, who Catwoman had broken out of Arkham, returning to Arkham. And there's oh. Bane with all of the assembled Batman's rogues gallery. This happened just the way I wanted. Yeah, well, he says, the bat is broken. Oh, yeah. He likes to break the bat. That's what Bane does. Yeah. So it, it, it's implied that... To be continued. Yeah. Yeah, and Joker, Joker's there too, right? In Arkham? Yeah. Well, that's right. Uh, Wait, who is Holly Robinson? I could be... She is... She's on that, 21 that, Jump Street. That, <laughs> that's true. She's on, she's on Runaways too, isn't she? Isn't she the mom? No. Or, or um, Cloak and Dagger. It's Cloak's mom. No. Is it? I think so. I'll look it up. I'll have to look that up. But I'm, I'm actually thinking about the end of Catwoman number one, because I read them back to back. No. But... She that definitely happens in in fifty. Okay, wow. Because I read it last night. Uh, wait, so wait—is Holly Robinson like a villain? No. Well, she was uh, the other runaway that Selena Kyle like hung out with when she was a kid, uh, and, and she's one of the first people that they ever encountered together against Batman. Oh, interesting. And then she, that's so that's she's like Selena Kyle's oldest friend. She's like her Alfred. So yeah, this, sort of. But she's been in jail a lot. So this episode, this issue, sorry, is more of just a homage to the 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 life of Batman. It's essentially yeah. It's a, a look back. I mean, at filled with filled with the times cool artists yeah. and panels and disappointment. Yeah. That's Batman's life. It's pretty much, yeah. Wow. So if you like Batman, check it out. <laughs> I mean, if you like fucking DC artists, if you like artists Fair. in general, Fair. honestly, it's a huge issue to pick up. All right. I it's like a double-sized it. anniversary issue, too, so. Yeah. I'll have to check it out, as long as it's not $50. It's not. It's four ninety nine, but still. Yeah. Still. <laughs> 10%. <laughs> All right. Cloak and Dagger. He brought up Cloak and Dagger. Well, I was wrong. He wasn't the, the actress. Who's the lady from uh, ER? Is the mom Holly Robinson? Pete? Yeah, no, not her. Yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I I kind of finally got uh, watched the Runaways and then ran right into Cloak and Dagger, which I wanted to because it makes sense now because they see the two shows are going to cross over, and so I like really just kind of watched them as one long show almost. I really enjoy how they go into the. Um, how they transition into the the credit into the title screen? Yeah, the yeah. episode yeah. where you know whatever, and then it just goes like there's like a a, 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 a Chris I don't know, it's like a, a silence, but it's a crescendo of silence, yeah. and then they show the cloak and dagger. I just really like how the both shows are not set in New York City, mm-hmm. and so it's like while it is in the MCU, you don't have to. You know, they don't have the weight of the incident or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, Cloak and Dagger, they only make it really clear, in my opinion, in one episode that it's in New Orleans. And that was the Vision episode where he takes the bath. Yeah, and there's the voodoo and the voodoo stuff. Yeah, the tour. The tour, right. That is the only episode that lets me know it's not uh, New New Orleans. And then where was Runaways? L.A. Or L.A. California. Yeah, literally in L.A. Yeah. That's right. That makes sense. In Hollywood almost. 
Yeah, and they're they're like making fun of Scientology or something like it. It's like a mix of Scientology uh, with yeah the the, the the church that the mom runs. Yeah, Runaways was killer though. I mean, Cloak and Dagger's good. It's it's a little kind of slows at points, but Runaways was just. Where are you watching Runaways? Hulu, Hulu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wonder if Cloak and Dagger isn't maybe partially suffering from. Uh, the transition from ABC Family to Freeform. Freeform, yeah. It does feel like because they do stuff where I'm like, ABC Family would never have aired that. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if that's maybe not like reshoots or later things that they've decided to add. The last episode I watch is where that cop who's from Harlem, you know, the the, the crossover, the tie into like O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, O'Reilly, the tie into Luke Cage or. Uh, whatever, um, she's trying to get in with that bad cop. Yeah, mm. uh, with the yeah, yeah nose cane. So there is a little tie-in. Well, she says she's from Harlem, um, and she was she worked in Harlem, and then I think on Luke Cage did they reference her? They or? say O'Reilly at some point. Oh, okay, cool. So they're not tied together, but, but still, there's a, there's a character that it exists. Okay, in that's Baltimore. pretty cool. <laughs> I'd like to see a list now every. Marvel character that's been represented now. I mean, every, like, just a nice list because you have so many. I mean, Hellcat and Cloak and Dagger and Apparently, all the Defenders. Uh, they're working and then, on third season with Hellcat. And oh, yeah, they're already filming. Yeah. She's, she's doing her own stuff. Kristen, Kristen Ritter is directing Sweet. as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, but just because even in Ant Man, which we'll get to later, you have the Goliath. You know what I mean? You don't right. see him, but it's just like, boom, there's another character. But you know that it's... Yeah, you know that's yeah. who he is. And they talk about how tall he gets and shit like that. So, But it's like, boom, there's Goliath. Um, yeah, that was actually... Well, I won't, I won't come into that yet. Yeah. That was a funny conversation. But it's fun. No, Marvel's great. Yeah. I think the thing I've been reading uh, that's fun right now is that... Uh, who is the the lady from Back to the Future and Howard the Duck? Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, well, Leah Thompson is, is having meetings with Marvel to try to get a Howard the Duck movie made. Yeah, Thompson. yeah, and they brought her in like twice <laughs> now, I guess, for meetings. I kind of want her to be like uh, an older Dazzler who like comes back and revives New Wave. <laughs> Might as well, hell yeah! Nice. Well, they're gonna have the uh, they're gonna own Dazzler again, so that's awesome. Dazzler, At least it won't be Taylor Swift. They just launched a new Dazzler comic. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, they'll make a movie. Well, that's what the girl from the Runaways kind of reminded me of was Dazzler. The I don't know what her comic name was. So, I never read that. So other than maybe Arena, the Fantastic yeah. Four, I mean, what do you think? Uh, what characters you think that Disney is going to jump on? Marvel is going to jump well, on right away. It's going to be Wolverine and I think it's holy. It's going to be yeah, but, hardcore well, X Men. I mean, are they going to make an X Men movie again, or are they going to build on? Other what I read. Some things I read is they're going to build towards X Men versus Avengers. So you bring you kind of bring the X Men in, and then they're going to do which, which was a good book, which is a really good run. When is that going to happen? Twenty twenty two or three, something like that. I'd say yeah. Three four years. Yeah. Oh my god. Because the deal, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be so old. The deal well, he's isn't done. done. He won't be in it. The deal isn't done yet. Fine, I'll be. Meaning Iron it's Man done, but they haven't. Movies. I don't think they finalized all the paperwork. Chris Evans will be gone. Robert Downey will be gone. Uh, Banner is going to be gone. Most likely, possibly. I think they really want to keep Thor for a while. He's going to be gone too. I saw a list of of who's going to be yeah. gone. Yeah, there is. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to they always sign a new contract. I think uh, I think Captain Marvel is going to be the new Iron Man. For I think the next, 
set of. I worry about it. I mean, I think they're going to they burn through a lot of the classic characters, and if you're just going to get rid of them all, and you think that the Eternals or the new guy, whatever these movies are, are going to carry the weight that like yeah, but the classic that, Avengers did. I don't think they're going. To. Now that they got all these Fox properties, well, sure, I guess we're looking at them. we're looking at you know Captain Marvel is going to head up a group. You're going to have the Fantastic Four. You're going to have West Newtons. Coast Avengers. Maybe you're going to have all kinds of characters now that they could build a decade. I mean, a new Wolverine of, alone will yeah will be a fucking whirlwind of cash. For they won't even need Wolverine, Logan at least. They'll, they can use X-23 or other... Well, I, I think they're going to straight up just start from scratch. I, think, I don't think they're going to try to bring in these movies at all. I don't, I don't Or the actors. I don't see that happening. Uh, be too much universe building that's already been built elsewhere to kind of be like, oh yeah, so while this was happening in upstate New York, the Avengers uh, didn't give a shit. Yeah, or they well, just... The that's, next- that's why my money's on the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I think well, it's coming that, right? Happen. That could be fun. What is it in Squirrel Girl getting a show or going to be on? What's the show she's going to be on? Uh, I think she's... Just, it's a Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl thing, show? Yeah. Okay. The next decade is going to be... For Marvel, it's going to be mostly female. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Well, That's get ready, fanboys, because... And girls. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, I was, I was more talking about the toxic fan base. Oh, you can just fuck right off right now. Yeah, get the fuck out. Sorry. I didn't well, Star Wars, on that note, is going ahead with some of these solo movies that they said they were going Good. Uh, Obi Wan and I thought they already did a solo movie. Which I read, a, I read an article recently that said that it was listed as one of the top movies of, yeah. of the last year, and that right, yeah, no, it's it it's not getting enough money. credit. Right, <laughs> still in the theater making money. It's but, not getting it, as much credit as it should. It's it's just not making as much as every other Star Wars movie, I, which was, you know. I look forward to watching it again. Oh, I can't wait to own it. Yeah, I can't wait. I almost saw it yesterday after I watched Ant-Man. It was still there. Still the major yeah. theaters. No, I, well, they are going ahead with the Obi-Wan project. It could should. be a television show. For it could be a Netflix, oh. I think, or their their streaming service. But Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, and then James Mangold directed Logan, or, uh, Boba. Boba Fett is a full go. Like... He that is saying still that he's still doing it, and he's going to set it in his, the early years, so we get to see the beginning of the rivalry between Solo and um, Boba Fett. From what I read, that means Alden Emmerich will be back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Childish Gambino will be back. Um, Chewie, obviously. It's going to be dark. Uh, probably. Yeah. Kind of has to be. Doesn't yeah, it? it'll be on the lines of Logan. I, I think. mean, in a That's way, Boba why they Fett, hired him. You know, Boba I mean? Fett kind of has a Bruce Wayne origin story. Yeah, I mean, there's oh yeah, no so way. dad get his head cut off. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> in a battle arena. Yeah, by by the Jedi. Yeah, Jedi scum. Yeah, his dad's pearls. Well, he gets the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He he gets raised by a bunch of he gets raised by Bosk. Yeah, and, does he really? Yeah, yeah Bosk. Um, I didn't know that. That's it's the, Bosk. That's the best thing I've heard. Ig eighty eight and Aura Singh. Are you kidding? No, it's all on the cartoons. You you can see it happening. Three they bounty hunters and a boba. They basically raise him on Slave One, <laughs> <laughs> and they do whatever That's they so do it all great. for Boba. Like everything's for Boba. It this sounds it's all for what? you, Boba Fett. No, they they do say shit like that. I'm not kidding. Aura Singh is very. That's why they mention her. I think that's why they mentioned her getting killed in, in the uh, in Solo. Bosk yeah. is, is one of my favorite bounty hunters. I've just always like. Yeah, no, he was a big. He's, he's pretty much as 
I mean, you know, he's a lizard guy, so he doesn't do much raising. I just had a vision of, there. of like that Three Men and a Baby movie where the three of them are raising Boba. It's like, no, don't do that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Boba. Well, yeah, it makes Boba. sense. Boba. Right? Like Boba's left on the doorstep with a diaper full of cocaine. <laughs> In a rocket pack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We have to make that the title. But yeah, it's pretty, the cartoon, it's in Rebels or Clone Wars. I can't remember which one. I think it's Clone Wars. All right, well. It's like a nice three episode arc. You get to see him basically trying to get it. It takes place before episode three. So it's him trying to get his revenge on Mace Windu and any Jedi that he can find. At like 12 years old, though. Like he's just. He infiltrates, kind of like Han does, he infiltrates the. The, the stormtrooper like recruitment program as for the young yeah. trooper you know like a, like the police used to do the, the young cadet program kind of thing right. and uh, he infiltrates that and then causes and all the kinds of affairs oh, that sounds yeah. great yeah it's, it's really fun now the kid who does Boba's voice is kind of annoying that's the only part and it's like they should have just used the actor I guess that played him in the movies but he probably hit puberty by then yeah and, um, Logan something. They could always lighten it up. Yeah, let's talk about bringing him back or even bringing back uh, the guy who played Django to play Boba. Who was that? It's, um, he Tamara was in... Morrison or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of other movies. Yeah. Let's talk about bringing him back because it makes sense. He's like a Ma- Maori guy. Because that's what Boba would look like. New Zealand. Django. Mm-hmm. You know. Shit, man. Um, I'm all for more Star Wars. And then we have John Favreau's live action show coming. And then Ryan Johnson has a trilogy that's completely going to be offset from everything. Oh my god. Um, People are going to be upset about that. Oh yeah. They hate it. I read this post the other day by uh, someone who will remain unnamed, but it was just basically like, I can't believe that Ryan Johnson just disregarded everything set up in The Force Awakens. It was an abomination of a movie. It's like, then fuck off. Fuck off forever and don't watch any new Star Wars. That is your Star Wars. It's three movies and you have nothing to go on. You have nothing. Well, Han Solo wouldn't do that. How do you fucking know? Did you did you create this character? You fucking non-contributing piece of shit. That's why they retconned okay. all that shit. Ah, I'm so mad. It's okay. Is he remaining unnamed because it's Lawrence Kasdan? <laughs> no. In all fairness, he did make the best Star Wars movie. Well, his uh, nephew writes now too, so they're. I think oh, yeah. they're both writing the Boba Fett movie. Lawrence and Michael, I think it's his. See, yeah. Empire is still my favorite, and uh, that's all Lawrence Kasdan, right? Oh, 100 percent. So yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, there, there's the Empire very little favorite. actual Lucas in the writing of it. It's either one or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, how I, depending on what you think is better, I there. need to see Solo again. I mean, I've only seen it in the, in the we saw it at the preview, so I need to. And I'm not gonna say it's gonna be my favorite, but it's a great movie. Fucking Chewy, it's a man. fun movie. Chewie just it's like how can you argue against more Chewbacca? Like, it, it just like Solo reminded me of, of some of those like '70s car chase films. Yeah, well, it's supposed to. It's supposed to feel it's kind of like a Steve McQueen a, type movie. Yeah, right. Absolutely, it actually has a train heist. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. The one, if you're ever going to do any sort of western, train heist is the most iconic thing. Right, it's necessary. It's it's a great movie. I, I really, I don't, under, I still don't understand why people are so up in arms about it. But whatever, you know, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah, evidently, right. That's <laughs> that's the theme of today's episode. Can't be happy. Can't be happy. Yeah. Now, now if you want to be happy, it's a trap. 
Don't be happy. It's a drop. It's a drop. I'd like to see uh, a short movie about um, like Admiral Akbar and, and his people. Uh, uh, I, Ma- I, Calamari. Or there something? might be one out there. I feel like really? there's an animated Akbar like origin story. That would be sweet. Let's ask Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. I, I want to see a short uh, a movie on like Admiral Akbar and his. Mon Calamari people. Yeah, Nate says there is one. Like oh, an yeah. animated, I, I, there might I, I, be. There might be. They are in the cartoons. Other characters like them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a different guy in Force Awakens. Mon. I don't remember what his name was. The darker one that gets killed. Oh, in the in the Force Awakens. In Force Awakens. Yeah. There, isn't there also one that? Oh, Admiral Ackbar dies in the Last Jedi. Last Jedi, and right. then the other guy dies in the Force Awakens. He's you're waiting for it. You're like, you know he's going to say It's an elaborate ruse. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a cartoon. It's a little panel of a bunch of calamari in the in the ocean in a big net catching them all. And they're all just yelling at the same time. It's, it's a trap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's this predator on the board? Oh man, I'm stoked! They put out a new. Uh, they announced they're doing some reshoots, but it sounds like the reshoots are really just to uh, a. There was like I guess the the big end battle with the Ultra Predator took place outside of a school. Eh, let's just move it to the woods. <laughs> Makes more sense. Um, Probably and, a solid move. Yeah, actually. and then they wanted to really kind of put more Easter eggs that connect not only the first. Three movies, but the AVP movies a little bit as well. Probably just the first one, I would assume. But, I like the first one. Oh, I still I love the first one. It still feels like canon yeah. to me a little bit. Um, it's weird. You got to really do some fucking some puzzle work to make it canon, but because um, of the whole uh, Peter Whalen and it's, it's actually the guy who plays Bishop plays Whalen. You know what I mean? Kind of. Right. So it gets kind of weird. And then is he still a robot? Cause she. He gets his ear knocked off in the third one, remember? And it's just hanging there, but he's not even in pain. It's like, no, he's supposed to be a human. Right. Anyway, they say they're going to put some more, like, Olivia Munn may hold some photos from the the first Predator, the damage, you know, from Arnold, and then some photos from L.A. with the voodoo gang battle. That was always the best. I always love that shit. The voodoo drug gang versus uh, Predators. Oh, my God. You, yeah, tears the spine out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'd be cool. And then, I don't know, the Adrian Brody one, I guess, you know, you got to connect them, so. Yeah. That one feels so loose. I don't think I saw that. It's good, man, but it just takes place on a battle world somewhere. There is one reference to the original Predator. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I mean, Shane Black is directing it. He was actually in Predator. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, if anybody knows Predator, it's the guy who told the pussy jokes in Predator. So. <laughs> Shane Black well, Shane Black's he, fantastic. Yeah, he's the director, but he was in Predator. He was the guy that wore the glasses and told all the dirty jokes. The first one? Yeah, the first one. And I was like, ha, I like that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this looks too. I'm, I'm going to see it in the theater. I'm not even going to, you know. I is there more them. than one Predator? I think what happens is there's yeah. Predators and we make some sort of super Predator. Oh, like a genetically like bigger than the, the normal Predator. So he starts hunting the Predators and helping us. More but then after hair. he eliminates all the Predators, he you know has to go after the team of Green Berets or Rangers or whatever. Which is there. sort of the plot of AVP Requiem. Right, right. 
I never finished that one. Well, it's it's not yeah. that bad. It, the problem with that one for me is they try to make it a high school love fucking story, right? It's just like I don't care about teenager rich kids in Colorado. You know, not being able to fuck the they pizza man or whatever. It's just like, or something. I know. I just was like, let's make a damn movie. I thought that was the one where they went underneath the Antarctica. No, that's the first one. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that one. That one's dope. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, the second one takes place in uh, like Carbondale. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Colorado. Totally. It's just a high school. Or there's it's all high school. Who's kids? that new yeah. student? And it's just like a predator ah! with a backwards hat. Can you believe he has Trying to blend in. There has been an Archie meets Predator comedy. Yeah. <laughs> totally, man. They meet him at the sock hop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I, I can for it. eat more burgers than you, Predator. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Well, loose his crown. Well, <laughs> this, will this be the that. last Fox Predator movie? Because now Disney owns Predator now. Oh, yeah, because they own all the Fox. They I can't wait for the crossover with Captain Jack Sparrow and Predator. <laughs> Why is all the run go, mate? Are you thinking about what it's going to be now? Predator. Predator. <laughs> like theme parks that are going to be opening with all these characters. Uh, I mean, they already have that Star Wars. I can't park. wait. I cannot wait for that to open. We gotta I go. may spend a week down there. And if they do like a Marvel Universe theme park. I think yeah. they've done it and they have to always kind of rebuild it and make yeah. it bigger. Because I remember there being movie leaks. Um, about Thor Ragnarok there okay. was like something set up at the park already and it was like hey he's in this movie hell yeah yeah which I just watched um, Hulk World War Hulk again so mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite is it an animated uh, yeah feature? animated it came out a while ago but it's it's definitely how what Thor Ragnarok was like loosely based on right the, just almost the Korg is in it the little beetle guy is in it um, Korg is in um from New Zealand in this. He's not funny. He's more like serious. All right. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. Really good. He gave out enough pamphlets. In yeah, movie. exactly. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> That's great. I don't know. What else we got? Should well, we done Titans? We got Titans and... Well, Hero- mostly that comes down to like the, the DCU, which I signed up to be a beta tester uh, August is when they're going to announce it and they're going to start putting it out. From I'm reading, it's going to be very dark. Like Titans, R-rated, okay, almost Punisher-like Netflix okay. level yeah. stuff. A lot of um, adult situations. Well, they're going to, as far as much as when I'm reading DC, wants to lighten everything. But and then, then I read, uh, what's her name said, Birds of Prey is going to be R-rated, and you know this, the next uh, anything, anything basically Harley Quinn rated, she's pushing for an R rating. Harley Quinn related. She wants an R rated. And I think she's definitely going to have sex with Starfire. Yeah. Well, no, they say. Oh, they say the Starfire that I complained about that you see on that, that they're at a party and they have to dress up as characters and she may not actually be. She can become any. She can look like any person. You know, she's a shapeshifter. So she may not be an African American lady, or she can be whatever she needs to be to fit in. But I think basically, it's like they don't have the budget to make her flaming and orange and floating. You know what I mean? So they'll just kind of play around it. Oh, because yeah, they're using that. They they show that that black girl with the Mm -hmm. leather coat. She's got like bright pink hair and yeah. They just did not scream Starfire. I'm fine with that. No, but this channel, I, 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 the more I read about it, the more I see it, the more excited I am. Um, you know, because I've been watching half of my programming on my iPad. So, I mean, I'm sitting there, 
now with this DC universe, I'm going to be watching these shows. I'm going to be watching movies. I'm going to be yeah, watching. Yeah, there's shows you've already seen, right? Old, well, there's the new content. Oh, okay, okay. And the old cartoons. Sure. Like Batman animated series, Batman Superman. I've been watching Teen Titans Justice Go. Justice League. Um, and then comics. You're going to get your comics through there. Yeah. Or you can. What? Yeah. I didn't know. Well, if it's like Marvel, though, it'll be on a six-month delay. DC is streamlining everything into this universe. Smart move. That's that's what I've been saying. Yeah. And you can get it on your TV. You can get it on your your iPad or device, whatever you have. That's it's, pretty amazing. If you have like a setup, like a big fucking fifty whatever inch, whatever the cool TVs are now. Reading a comic book on there. Reading a comic book with your remote on your couch, or it's like digital comics where where they're like, uh, not, yeah, they, they panel. Yeah, they're, or they're animated, or yeah. or things happen. Yeah. As opposed to just moving through panels, yeah. it like moves like almost like a cartoon. I, I don't know. I think the possibilities are endless. If you there's have, a, there's a thought. Go to the DC Universe website and sign your sign up for the. Can beta. you get people like Kevin Conroy and these famous names to then do the panel reading for these comics? So when oh. Batman Fifty comes out right. and you watch it on your TV, oh my god, it's paneling, but it's fucking Michelle Pfeiffer and Kevin Conroy doing the kind of like an audio book. Yeah, audio and it's an audio book. comic book. Why but not? You're getting the classic voices. That Why you not? Hear. Or, the, or Henry Cavill or people right. from the movies. Yeah. I kind of already how I hear it. Though. Right, sure. I don't know, man. I kind of when I was reading Batman Fifty, I went back and forth in my head between Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, and Adrian Barbeau. Oh, the, uh, I was thinking about that on my way to Ant Man and all the Catwomen. I was like, to me, it's Pfeiffer. Uh, Lee Merriweather in there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Carter. It was Eartha Kitt. Yeah. I mean, what's your name? Three. Ah, uh, President Reagan. Yeah. Bring our boys. There were three cat women now from the original. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. I thought what's her name was great in I the like Nolan her. universe. I mean, she's like, God, I thought Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. She just fit the like. But yeah, but I don't hear her voice when I think of Catwoman. Sure, I don't hear her voice, but the silhouette. I think of Adrian Barbeau. Yeah. Oh, I'm Michelle Pfeiffer, like all all the way. Meow. She was just so great. <laughs> her Selena Kyle was so great, too. It was great. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It's cool to see her in the Wasp, though. Bruce Wayne, what are you doing dressed up like Batman? Batman. <laughs> he is Batman, you moron. What else Best we have line on the Batman board? Movie. We have Hereditary. We don't need to talk about that, but it is a great horror film. There's a bit of scary to it. Is it in the vein of everybody saying it's the modern Exorcist? Is that a fair comparison? I mean, that's a, that's a hard... Um... In a, in a sense, maybe, but it's not the same sure. kind of thing. Right. Uh, there's aspects of Rosemary's Baby. Sure. And The Exorcist, I could see right. that. Tony, what's her name? Tony Collette? Yeah. The mom from like Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she's great. wonderful. She's fucking great in everything. There's a really, done. it's a really well done oh, the movie. The cast is insane. There's good scares. There's some misdirects that are done really well. Like you're thinking, oh, this is happening. And then you're like, oh, that's not happening at all. And then you're like, what the fuck just happened? I, I, I like those range of emotions when I see a movie. Like if I'm vested in it and I'm watching it and I get tossed around like I'm at an amusement park, I, I, I love it. Right. And uh, yeah. That's great. I mean, that's what a movie should do. They pulled off the scares really well. I think you're going to like it, but I don't want to overhype it for you. Well, I mean, I've already heard a lot about it. So. Okay, well, it's well done. Um, all right, well, should we just talk about it? Yeah, do it before we uh, wrap Dang. it up. It's the 43-minute mark, and we're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Spoilers abound. Spoilers, Spoilers abound. are abound. We've all seen the movie. I loved it. I, I liked it better than the first one. Yeah. First yeah. one, it took me two, three times watching it until I really got into it. Um, I think the thing about these movies is like Paul Rudd is like my least favorite part of because he's just so Paul Rudd. You know what I mean? Um, I think how everyone plays off of him is what makes the movie fun. Kind of like Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Uh, but to me, uh, Evangeline Lilly stole the movie. Super cool. Wasp. She put a lot of effort into it, dude. She, she I read she an article made that about movie. the fighting style that she chose. Yeah, she wanted like she had studied some MMA and some Muay Thai, and she found those to be very just uh, too masculine. And she wanted to have it be a much more feminine style because that's she wanted to articulate fight. Um, ballet into it particularly, and you can see it. You can every, totally see. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah, there were a lot of yeah, there were a lot of like twirls, kicks. Like she was amazing. Shrink to me, I was like, that's the fucking wasp. The just shrinking, the becoming big, and then just like, but being small, flipping a hot pan of water in a guy's face, and just. Fucking, she was so dope through the, the whole giant movie, man. Spencer yeah, was fun. I mean, she yeah. climbed my list of. You just got pissed. Yeah, <laughs> but she climbed my list of like my favorite badasses in the MCU. Like she's like, I mean, to me, over Black Widow, I like the Wasp better now. I mean, like the thing, oh, though, the thing about this movie is that even with the the heavy parts, it's still just it's a funny movie. Yeah. It's made to be a funny movie. Oh god! But when you see that mid credit scene. <gasps> And you're just like, it's like you're, you're, it's like the movie is a dream, and then you're woken up to reality. Yeah, you're sucked right back into, into the Marvel universe. You're sucked back into right where you were when you saw Avengers: Infinity War. Yes. And that happened. Which uh. makes me wonder: Was Ant Man saved because he's in the quantum realm? I think he was just. Or well, I mean, I guess that remains to be seen because I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but I. He might just be saved because it was, you know, it's all random. Because of numbers, right. What does that mean? That 75% of his group got taken out. <laughs> really, should be I half. Yeah. The only thing I would have done differently is I would have... I guess this is really fucked up for me to say, but it would have been... Cinematically, would have been better if, like, Scott was like, "What's going on out there?" And then it cuts back to them and Evangel, you know, Wasp, Hope, she sees like Michael Douglas be like, oh, oh, and be like, and he's like, "Is it your heart?" And he's like, "I don't know what it is." And he goes, and then she looks over at it, her mom, who she recently just got back after so many years, and then she goes, and then right before that, she's like, "Scott, I don't know what's." And then, I don't know. I would have left the Wasp alive. Well, well, you can say that about fucking Black Panther or Spider-Man. So that brings me to the next question of... We know she's not dead. How is he going to get out? Oh, he probably won't. Well, he has to. Uh, to Well, he will eventually. Because he's been unseen. So if we're working under the uh, assumption that this next movie is 10 years in the future, it's his daughter... She's going to become... him out? What's her name? What does she Cassie? become? Hope? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but she becomes... Um, Not Hope, God, Cassie. Sorry. There's a name. I can't remember what her... I read it. Who she becomes in the comic books. Like, there's, there's a classic character. So, is she going to grow up, learn the technology, and bust him out? Like because Titan or because something Because they like that. teased it all throughout the movie where she wants to help people. She wants the to she, be... Yeah, they said partner. when they do a time jump, she'll be a, 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 a hero. I can't remember. There's actually a... They have a daughter in the comics. Because what is she, nine? Yeah, something like that. Ish. So we're looking at, she'll be 19. Right. She'll get Scott out. Somehow she'll maintain communication with him. I don't know. This is what I've been wondering. 
don't know. Uh, it was definitely a fun romp. It was cool to see Peyton Reed be able to make a movie from scratch rather than having to take over what Edgar Wright had already partially built. Right, right. Uh, I felt like it kind of held itself together a lot more. I mean, I really liked the first Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. But, but this uh, one's more of a single piece. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, I laughed a lot. That part where Michael Pena was talking about where he met in jail and he comes in with like those Jerry curls. <laughs> I laughed so hard. My name is <laughs> it was like, my name is Luis. He said, My name's Scotty, and I'm really lonely because I just lost my everything. <laughs> I love how they do him telling the story. Oh, and, through, and and yeah, and everybody's yeah. speaking in his in his yeah. words. I really enjoyed it when he was in the car with uh, Hope. And he's like, yeah, I'd really like a suit. You know, I just, you know, I kind of want to, and he like, he's smiling and he looks at her and he, and he just keeps going on about how he just wants to be here. I was like, ah, I just want a suit. Yeah, he's like, even if he had minimal powers. Yeah. Even if he didn't even have any no powers. powers. I just want a suit. <laughs> oh, suit. Yeah, I yeah, thought he was really funny. fucking hilarious in this thing. Yeah, I, I think they captured the, the essence of the humor from the first movie in the second movie and, and made it more of a good action film. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Have we heard any negative press about it? It's got like no. Nah, it's, it's made about eighty million. Twentieth straight Marvel movie. movie to go number one. It's made about eighty million domestically I think so it's far. Close to ninety right now. And yeah. uh, the um, the Rotten Tomato score I think is eighty two. I think it's eighty six. All right. Well, there you go. Probably going up. A couple to weekend. Yeah. Like, no, I don't know. When did I it come? Don't, I don't like. When did it come out? It just came out Thursday. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Yes. Yeah, so who knows what it's going to yeah, be? Yeah, you guys saw it early. Yeah, after today. Yeah, I forget. Did we you guys it. get a coin or a pin or anything at the early screening? We ain't got uh, shit. Well, no, we got the uh, little uh, like the small one sheets, posters. Oh right, the posters. I got one for you. I don't know where it is. Yes, I'll find it. Yes to the I got one for you part, not the... You're always on my mind. Thanks, pal. Um, um, Did you like, uh, what's his name? Old Wally Goggles, Walton Goggins? He's fucking great in this, too. He's always... Yeah. He's an interesting person, just in... I always think of him as Boyd Crowder from Justified. I have a hard time dissociating him from that as well. (laughs) Was he also in Hateful Eight? Was that... Is that the same yeah, actor? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that guy. I thought he was really. I good. was thinking from the Shield. That's what I remember. I was, I was curious about Ghost, though. I don't, I don't really know if she's much of a villain. Well, no. At the, the end, she's not a villain. They even they're doing things for her at the end to keep to try to. That's why he goes to the negative zone is to get the healing particles to help her. To help her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or the, whatever it's called. Well, but even the buildup, I, I don't, I don't know. She didn't seem like much of a threat. I mean, obviously, she can walk through things. But if that's the case, I mean, she can't control it. I mean, how is she going to hold anything? I think the villain in the like, movie was basically stuff. just the loss of tech. Mm. Like, it was the... who Everyone wanted this package, you know what I mean? Right. You're powerless without, the, without, without this. Without Because they need to get her mom out, but then he wanted to make a bunch of money. She needed to save her life. So, almost the villain became the, the briefcase, the building. The FBI you know I mean? is the villain. No, right? they're another aspect. I enjoy the interaction between uh, Lawrence Fishburne and, and Paul Rudd about... Uh, he's like, how tall did you get? Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. My tallest was 21 feet. Oh, yeah, that was six Goliath. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, he got up to 85. Well, at the end. At the end, right. yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> I got the bill. What's he like? I got the lab. I got the lab. <laughs> I, got the lab. I, I like too that like yeah, it, he can't maintain that height because. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> too much. Well, the, the one part that bothered me is like when he did fall, like they they're just like they got splashed a little bit. Like yeah. that had been a fucking tsunami of of water. They would have washed up on that uh, the pier there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's revealed in the uh, so it's, this takes place two years after Ant Man. No, it takes three three years after Ant Man, two years after, year Civil, after War. Civil War. Yeah. Because right. he's been under house arrest two for, years. Uh, for participating in the the battle at the airport with right. Captain America. Um, <laughs> Cap. And Cap. That was funny when uh, Wasp was giving him shit about that. Cap. Cap. Tin America. That's what everyone calls it. That's what we call it. If you're friends with him. Yeah. But apparently Scott Lang stole the suit without Hank uh, Pym's permission. To go to Germany. To go to Germany with them. So uh, not only did he get arrested, he lost the suit. Um, And why didn't he keep wearing the old suit? So when he reveals that he has the old suit and he uses it to um, triangulate the position of the lab... When he's fighting later in the movie, he's still wearing the, the new, new suit. shitty suit. Yeah, yeah, that made me wonder. Well, they took out the maybe they had to break. Did they deactivate the old suit? Yeah, they use to it to triangulate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like how Michael Douglason had another suit. Yeah, the more armored kind of. That must have been the first prototype kind of thing. Um, oh, to go into the quantum. Yeah, when he goes in, he has a suit as well. Maybe that's the same one he's wearing in the. That could have been the original. His yeah, when they show him in that. That was cool how they showed the old Wasp and uh, yeah. MN operate when they were taking down that missile. Yeah, I mean, that's an updated scene from the first one, right? They just yeah. kind of added before, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer's dialogue into it. Was it? Yeah. Well, she speaks Wasp in the first one, but I don't know. Does if Michelle Pfeiffer doing the voice. Yeah. I don't recall. To Maybe watch yeah. I don't I watch they just mentioned it. Maybe they just they show mentioned. They don't. I don't think that scene was in the first movie. Well, yeah, it show, is. Yeah, it Where is. She shrinks between yeah, the she shrinks in. Yeah, maybe she doesn't what? say anything. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe he's just narrating it, and you just see it happen. Hey there, Scott. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was. I don't know. Four out of five anthills, whatever. <laughs> four out of five anthills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, the ants were pretty fucking funny in this. I will call you Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Antonio! Antonio. <laughs> I kind of wanted to see him get uh, eaten the by the seagull and then have to become like bigger inside and, and blow the bird up the and bird. then keep. <laughs> that would have been awesome. The midget him in school was really funny. Yeah, he's trying to jump up and grab yeah. the backpack. She's like, you almost got it. You almost got it. See, that's what I loved about her. She was so serious, but they didn't make her stay like serious. She'd have little moments of, yeah. of, of having fun with what was going on. Uh, the, the movie really got the humor down, and, and I'm glad. I think we needed that after. A nice little, it's like a ginger, a palate cleanser. Well, that's the thing, though. That scene, though, it ends so perfectly. Yeah, it brings you back to reality. Yeah, reality. I was wondering, and I'm wrong, but my first thought too is the post-credit scene when they show Anthony. It's not Anthony, but you know, playing the drums. That they would think, oh, now Captain America and them will have been keeping track of him in his house. They'll think he's still alive. They're going to come see that he's not there, and that's all they'll find out. But then, why would they? Because they took the ankle bracelet off. 
Yeah. So that's what was tracking him. I so that's, that's kind of where I was like, oh, fuck, maybe that's not how it's going to happen. I thought we would see some Hawkeye in this, uh, in at least the post credit scene, but... Uh, I was it, waiting for somebody to pop up and nothing. Yeah. There was a part where the late, the ghost, she says her dad's name, I thought she said Stark, but she says Star. Star, Star with two R's. Yeah. yeah. And that's Star, Star, oh, that's Elias DC. Star, Star Labs. Something like that. I think it's Star Labs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ghost in the comics is an Iron Man antagonist. Oh, is he? No. Right? Yeah. And it's a dude, not a lady. Yes. But in this one, she's a lady. Yeah, and she didn't do it for me. Uh, not the, the character. Just, right. I didn't find to be that. Wasn't that sympathetic. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you are. Yeah. How could you not be? Well, it almost felt kind of like the guy in Iron Man Three. He just said no. But I think kill, you're, I think you're, you know, the loss of tech is 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 uh, the villain, and I was like, oh, that that that. Yeah. It's a little bit more palatable for me. Uh, no, I enjoyed it, and even but it. even like the sins of the past, you know, Hank, Hank's treatment of his colleagues, um, and then where he is now, needing help from his colleagues. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. I hope it continues to gain success. Oh yeah, I'd love to see a third Ant Man movie. Oh, I think you'll get it. It's Paul fucking Rudd, man. People or but now we're gonna see. There's people that only go see Ant Man because of him. They we're don't watch see the rest, him so. and Wasp. In the Marvel Universe, it's going to be great. I saw a good thing with her where she didn't know it was going to be a co-billing, and they it's the way she found they out. They sent her like an email it. and she opened it up, and it was just the the white logo with Ant Man and the Wasp. And she yeah. was like, "Fuck yes, she yeah, deserved it." I'd watch a solo Wasp movie. Shit, man, I think it would be yeah, cool. That was so dope. I'd watch that before I'd want to watch Black Widow. I feel well, and that makes me wonder what, what the doing. next what the next iteration of the Avengers is going to look like. Well, they're talking I mean, about a, Well, they're talking about a Force. Oh. Could be the movie where it's the all-female Avengers, basically. Well, but the new, the next Avengers could be predominantly female. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have Captain Marvel. You're going to have Wasp. Valkyrie. Have, yeah. You could have Riri Williams as Ironheart. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Like, right there is yeah. four strong Marvel characters. Scarlet Witch. She-Hulk. Spider-Man. They could probably do what they do with Hulk and have her in a movie, but I don't think they can make a She-Hulk movie or one where she's the... I don't know if Universal forefront. owns She-Hulk rights. I think they own anything Hulk, Hulk properties. Yeah. Although they were talking about Red Hulk appearing because of this and that. I don't know. Who knows? Well, and that's, and that's why I was asking earlier about Miles Morales' Spider-Man. Like, do they own... Anything that has to do with Spider-Man or just Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm a arachnid boy. Because Miles Morales wasn't around when they sold that to Sony. Right. That's true. Right? Peter Porker. Peter Porker, the Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham, yeah. I oh, this. man. Talk about one of my favorite uh, Stan Lee cameos. When his car, oh, gray gets, one, his car gets accidentally yeah. shrunk. Because what happens when all the, the, the 60s are they 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 all the drugs in the 60s caught up with me. The 60s were fun. Now it's catching up to me. You think once he's gone, they'll pull somebody else in and do cameos, or it'll be the end of the cameo? Like who? I don't know. I think they'll, joke <laughs> I think they'll use a, uh, a CG, oh. and then they'll stop. Like, that makes sense. They'll show his face, at least, in, in there. And then, I think you always have a CG. Yeah, fuck it. Let's talk about this too. The de aging process of Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas was amazing. It looked a lot better on her than it did on him. 
but still look amazing. Did they yeah. actually? I just assumed that she was still a babe. Yeah, she is. She is even older. She totally is. is. And I think they probably had to use makeup to make her make look, look older. older. But they de-aged them digitally because Michael Douglas said that he they are both down to do a '60s kind of. You know, set, oh god, no, I'm already like, Ant Man and the Wasp meets Agent Carter. Holy fuck, <laughs> that would be amazing. But yeah, a 67 movie where they can just be young but still act it out. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they did it with what's his name in uh, Guardians 2. That looked amazing. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, god. Yeah, I, I thought. I don't know looks, where you, Spaceman, how you talk so good. This makes me wonder, like, how did they fuck up Henry Cavill's lips so bad? If Marvel can make these actors look flawlessly twenty years younger, you know what I mean? Um, or, or how did? Yeah, Disney has Imagineers, bro. Yeah, there ain't no Imagineers yeah, but across I mean, they the street. Didn't make... <laughs> distinguished competition. Yeah, I was gonna say what's his name didn't look that great, but she—they're they're dead. These people are dead. Yeah, like well, like Princess Leia and Grandma Tarkin, but they're they're building this out of. They're framing this over somebody else's face. They're not using Michael Douglas to put a younger Michael Douglas on. Right. So I guess it's easier. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't know why. yeah, she still looks great. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer? Michael Douglas. He got all that answer for eating pussy. No. Oh no, that was uh what's her name? Yeah. Well, I thought they were married in real he life. He got though. the cancer from uh Yeah. Well, I mean, she he was, got over that, though. She was too much for him. Hey there, Scott. My name is Hank Pym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what kind of that building was for it to shrink and be tossed around the way it was and nothing inside right, the lab. Here's the one thing that bothered around. me. So when they build the new house is at the end. screwed down? Well, yeah, but that same thing. When they build the new house at the end on the beach. Him and her. Where's the plumbing? Where's the sewage? <laughs> you're, just, you're literally just putting a house on a beach with no electricity, no plumbing, no fucking sewage coming in. There's no piping. And I thought about and that. And I'm like, how the fuck? You and just got just this a house. fully contained house. Well, he is a genius. Well, I'm sure he's got the best solar It's like an RV. Yeah. It all gets stored somewhere, and then they just have to pipe it out. He just emptying the shitter like Uncle fucking (laughs) in the ocean. Maybe he shitter's full. Piss into the quantum realm. Yeah, or or he takes the tank (laughs) and he drinks it. And then just tosses it in the trash. There's another thing to bother me. Or didn't notice. So it could be leading somewhere. Throw it down to the size of a thimble. When they're in the quantum realm and they leave, the quantum realm starts breaking up. Did you notice that? Like, it's, it's just basically this fluid, like, it looks like a planet. Mm-hmm. As soon as her, him and her get in the ship and they start to leave, it starts, like, exploding and breaking apart. I don't, I, I don't and I thought it was going to come back. That could be their effect on it oh, in, that, yeah. in that position. Yeah, it's just I, I thought that weird. was just because they're exiting it. It just makes everything kind of like... Yeah, mm. it's possible. Because they're using... Bashing through. Sure, sure. Those little... The tardids, or uh, what are those called? Yeah. Uh, yeah, tardigrades. Yeah, tardigrades. That was awesome. That, that was, that was water bears. It freaks me out, because I sit there thinking, it's like, there's like a million of those on my body right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was just sitting in a theater like, oh, God, they're swimming all over me. You're sitting there like... Well, they're all over you. They are all over you. Probably a low number. Oh, yeah. There's a million's like right here. But then look at them, they're little bears. These, these weird fucking. Whoa. They're like the the mouths of the Empire Strikes Back. The fucking <laughs> the things thing that get on the, the plane. Yeah. No, the ones on the. The, 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 the Minox. Yeah, they have Minox mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there oxygen in the quantum realm since he like, takes off his That's helmet? That's true, he takes his helmet off. Well, he and she does too. At that size. Right. Yes. Sure. 
which is why. Well, he's having a hard time breathing. There, there would not be oxygen because it's too yeah, you're smaller than Or is it all pure? Yeah. You're bigger than smaller than, than a an cell. atom of, yeah. of a molecule of uh, oxygen. Yeah, I think at that point your body is no longer processing in the same way that it's supposed to. I don't know. I mean, you could. That's probably why your mind goes nuts, too. Well, you wouldn't even be moving blood. Well, your mind can't go. Well, all right, so that, that can't be true. And the reason for that is because if that was the case, she wouldn't have aged those 30 years. And she did. In the quantum, and she did. Well, uh, And I was wondering when they found her if she was going to be the same age as she was when she went in. I want to see the battle scene. Yeah, she should. What has she been fighting in there? She makes one of her wings a sword. Right. So she bite in the tardigrades or what else in there? She, you know. And they also say that time, and I mean, that makes it like, there is really no time. But she yeah. was aware of the time. Well, so she might have been down there for thousands of years to her. Right. And she, she didn't, still had tech. She didn't go crazy that her. we know of. I mean, if they make well, another movie power. and she's in it, she might she got have hours of like freaking out. Yeah. She said that it's she evolved to adapt, adaptation and evolution. To yeah, she may just be uh, outside of time. Gotcha. Like, but she she aged. Right. I think but she didn't heal. She she absorbed some of the quantum, quantum energy. energy. Yeah, she didn't eat for thirty years. So. And Maybe she ate. Maybe she made a sword to cut up those tartigans. Oh. Ate those things. Tartigan strips. Oh, one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the uh, in the movie was when she was because so she puts an antenna in in Scott Lang's head when they meet in the quantum realm in the first one. Yeah. Uh, and then so when when the and quantum when the gateways open, a timeless amount of time. Right. When the gateway is open, she can kind of like talk through Scott Lang, and there's that part where he's talking as Janet yeah. Van Dyne, and, and she, he like he yeah, like, he like touches her, Michael touches Douglas. their hands, touches yeah. their face, <laughs> and then he's just like, "Wait, how do we get up here?" Did you notice that scene where he like grabs Michael Douglas's hand, mm-hmm. and they're both smiling and they kind of laugh? Right. I think that was like was a legit laugh. I think that was a legit laughter that they, <laughs> that they just kept as the scene because it right. felt really good. Right, right. Because I saw it and I, I was like, oh my god, they're, they're really laughing, <laughs> and then they they go they go back into scene. Perfect. I'm sure that's what happened. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I maybe call me a Marvel Studios fanboy, but I really fucking enjoyed this movie. The twentieth, well, I think the twentieth movie in this series. I think they hit a lull for a minute or two on a couple movies early on, and they like what Iron Man three <gasps> or the Dark World. <gasps> Iron Man 2 before I'd say Iron Man. Uh, see, I'd watch Iron Man 2 over 3 any day. I mean, it's cool because 3, you get to see all these, like, <laughs> the different marks, you know I what like I mean? I 3 because of that. Yeah, but that's the only thing. I didn't like Pepper getting in the suit. I did not like Kill... What was his name? Adrian, Aldrich Killing. Aldrich Killing. I just, just, I just did not... The whole... The the, the dudes blowing up. The whole thing there. Extremists, which they tried to fuck with on S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit. It just became dumb. I just didn't... All right. The kid... Um, 
just the lack of being able to be Iron Man most of the movie really bugged me. Um, yes, yeah, so I just fucked up from going through these these favorite. Portal, I think man. I need to rewatch Thor to the Dark World now that I've watched Ragnarok 15,000 times. Retroactive goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think once they made Guardians, they just kind of like realized, oh, later. we can have yeah. a lot more fun with these films. Yeah. We don't have to stay so, you know, Thor doesn't have to have fucking long hair. We don't have to, you know, we can have a lot more fun with this. And and there, they, yeah, there might be and, truth to that. And Civil War changed it too. I mean, I think those two movies, Guardians and Civil War, were just like, they found directors that knew how to make the movies. I, I feel that the Marvel movies are doing a better job of keeping the humor in their films than well, cause their neighbors across the street. They know what makes a good comic book. Mm. Should Infinity War a comedy? That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They I all do. so hard at the end. <laughs> Not so much. My name is Mitchell Thanos Jr. <laughs> I I hope they continue to put out good feels movies. So good. Hilarious. <laughs> I also hope that that what was it? Distinguished what Distinguished it? Competition. Competition. I hope they also I'll start putting out good I, movies. I want them to make good movies. I guess Aquaman's <laughs> supposedly really good. Yeah, I mean they're animated fair. What else yeah. are they gonna say? Always great. Aquaman, it's not as bad as the other films. <laughs> Guys, I just saw the first dailies from Aquaman. Total piece of shit. <laughs> We're gonna scrap it. No, no, no. I think total piece of shit. Let's get this thing on screens. <laughs> Pronto. <laughs> Is it worse than Batman v Superman? Terrible. <laughs> it's All right, crowd hated million dollars for production. <laughs> Ready for post. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm just happy that we live in an age where it's like there's three, four superhero movies coming out uh, a year. At and least. I mean, maybe some people are annoyed with it, but you know what? Go fuck yourself if you are, uh, because I love it. And, last, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Our last minute casting news. So, who played the Butler in Batman vs Superman? Uh, Jeremy Irons. I Jeremy think he's Irons. going to be Ozomanda. How do you say it? Ozomandias. Ozomandias in the Watchmen television series. What? I think he just got cast. Yeah. Doggy doggy. What now? Yeah. So there's something cool. I do like Jeremy Irons. Yeah. He's like he's like the only one that's still alive. I think. Simon. I can see that. Yeah. I, an older one, obviously. Yeah. I, yeah, I occasionally hear his voice as Alfred. Also. Yeah. Mm. No, Master like when White. He's, when he's this is the team. He's snarky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's always been my Alfred. Like that level of snark, that level of just yeah. British air that he that he adds to it. I, I've always liked that Alfred. Where we, this fucking young dresses up like a bat. He does. <laughs> <laughs> His parents was men in an alley. I like with. Michael Caine. Well, that was our uh, like Ant Man rap. I want a super cut. Yeah, go see Ant Man and the Wasp, everybody. I'm assuming you probably go, go have it if you're listening. No, no, this. don't go see Solo. Is what you really need to go spend <laughs> yes. your money on. If and you then go see Ant Man Solo. Go see Ant Man and the Wasp. No, go see. Well, they have if you're listening. It's, at this it's point, 99 degrees have. outside. Just go see four hours of movies. You're, oh, yeah, Jesus. You'll you'll be thankful for it. It's supposed to. Cool off. It's I'm still saying I never did see Deadpool two in the theater like yeah, an idiot. You know, right. So I'm not. Elvis. I'm going to miss that. But. You haven't seen it in the theater. Just go see no. it at the Elvis. Yeah, I might. You should. It's, still, it's playing in Fort Collins and a couple it's, a couple places. So maybe I go to. It's worth the big screen, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm also getting a, a Star Wars tattoo. What? On Tuesday. After today? Oh no, on Tuesday. Yeah, it's my first Star Wars tattoo. You don't have a Star Wars tattoo? No, I don't like tattoo? having tattoos of stuff. So even this one won't. <laughs> well, no, no, of like anything that's like like of like 
Oh, you got a Simpsons tattoo, or a, you know, I just don't do things like that. Minor what are you gonna get? It's uh, the word comedy oh. in uh, what? How do you say it? Arabic. Yeah, Ar- Arbesh or whatever it is. So it's basically the Star Wars writing, and it'll say comedy. But I'm not gonna tell anyone. I mean, you guys will know because we're saying it on the podcast. When everybody asks me, I'm just gonna say if you can't translate it. It's not up for you to read because it's really just for me. Um, but I'm going to get it done, you know, kind of like this thing. Right Underarm? Right, What's that? Right there. Right there. Uh, you guys can't see it. But this is the uh, Buddhist prayer, the Omani Pat Me Om. Um, again, I just put it on my arm because I'm too lazy to say it every day. So you're keeping, uh, you're just going to keep everything on one arm? Right here. Yeah, yeah. Your other arm is bare? But I got some crap up here. Oh, okay. But anyways, tattoos, Star Wars tattoos. I never thought I'd get a Star Wars tattoo. But it's really a comedy tattoo and a Star Wars tattoo all wrapped up in one. Good for you. Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been talking about getting another piece, my final piece, but I just keep putting it off. I'm going to keep doing the left arm until it's pretty much all. I have zero tattoos. Keep it that way. Yeah. It's more unique. I got I'm going to get into heaven and you guys isn't. Honestly, I got my first <laughs> tattoo at age 30. Nice. And well, all of mine I got within my 30s. So I'm 44 and I'm getting a new one. 30. 30. Nice. I got, I got the key to hell from the Sandman comics. Nice. And then I got the bat symbol. And then I got from the... Never-ending story. Your. You know, it's probably good. Like back in the day, my mom told me that. Like this is way back when I was in middle school, high school. Uh, she was like, "If you get a tattoo, I will kick you out of the house." And it's probably for the best because during those days, I was probably gonna get like an insane right, right. tattoo. So Hatchet thanks, man. mom. You have I all know. the Joker cards down your back. <laughs> <laughs> Full face. That's why I don't do clown days. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a killing joke uh, tattoo would be kind of neat. Dude, I think I'd get an Avengers logo on my upper arm. You would get the fucking Stark reactor on your on chest. On my chest? Why not? Ooh, that's a good one, actually. That sounds know, like it would hurt. hurt like, you, oh, hairy? Yeah. you have a hairy chest? Oh, yeah, I do. Hairy also, chest. welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Broadcast Inks. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about just getting ha ha ha? Like, but like all over. <laughs> like like Leto, yeah. Like that, like that puzzle guy. I'm gonna. Like our own. Our own now. All over, but ha ha's. Yeah. Our bra, our own Chris Baker got basically like he has an armful of the Batman. Six things. They look great. It's great. They're so cool. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. showed me. He was here the other night. He showed. Yeah, that's it's one of the cooler sleeves of just in that to have a cool style like that. Anyway, too bad and Baker and Becker are stuck in the quantum realm. That's true. We hope. All right. Well, uh, and it's it's been a minute, but uh, yeah. Uh, we we should end uh, with a a classic tweet. From unofficial father sponsor, and one time it's James Bond, George Lazenby. It is strange to be sunburnable by the light of one's own attention. Oh, he's a thinker. He must know we've been reading his tweets. On, uh, <laughs> we burnt, we burnt the great George Lazenby. Everybody, and as always. All right. Thanks. 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 Thanks.